he kind of set a bar. He was like, people skills are power skills. And I think that is so true because you have to learn how to talk to people and how to deal with people in whatever setting you're in, whatever business you're in, whether you're a business owner, whether you're um, just an employee, like it's always going to require you to be good with people, especially if you want to be successful. Welcome to the Key and Mang audio experience where you're here from two up and coming therapists looking to enhance the lives of listeners by addressing health, wealth, lifestyle, and overall growth. Tune in to hear the latest lessons learned on the Key and Mang audio experience. This episode is brought to you by Varela Financial, the experts in student loan repayment solutions. Not sure what to do with your student loans? That's how we felt before scheduling the free call with Varela Financial, where they helped us create plans based on our lifestyle and goals. For more information, check them out at www.varelafinancial.com or click the link in the description to schedule your free call today. Welcome back to the latest episode of the Key and Mang Audio Experience. I'm your host, Mang. As always, I'm with my fellow co-host, Key. Key, what's good? What's up, man? How are you? I am good. Preparing for another winter storm right now. But other than that, good. How are you? It's it's snowing here too. Like a little bit. But you are you are you projected to get two feet, two or three feet in the next three days? No, but I wouldn't mind because they're probably close work. Close work here. We we going. (laughs) (laughs) Right, close work. I'll be happy. But no, I'm good. Good luck. It's chilling. I, I really hope it don't get that much, but that's a story for another time. I'll keep you updated with how that goes. But this episode, it's holiday season. It's December as we're recording. And the, um, people are in a given mood. So we, we each decided to pick a podcast episode that resonated with us and that will bring value to your life and how it could be the momentum that you need to to start now and not wait till 2023 to, to turn a new leaf and, and get the ball rolling. You could take action on some stuff right now. So... Key, what was the episode that you wanted to highlight? The episode I wanted to highlight was an episode off of Art of Coaching by Brett Bartholomew. I think I said his name right. Um, it's called Things Your Future Self Would Thank You For, episode 244. Um, I really like this episode because I listened to it recently, so that's why it was like top of mind, but also there was certain things that I took away from it that either... I genuinely believe in or things I'm trying to work on now. So he said, learn how to take criticism, but don't ignore it. And he said, basically, everyone is not going to like you and that's okay. But when you're building a brand, you want to have people who don't like you and then people who really are a fan of you. So you're going to always have that kind of split, which is okay. But you want to think as if you're on your your deathbed and you're surrounded by um, the people that mean the most to you and um, the people you love most. And when you're in that situation, you're not really thinking about the bad criticism that you got, like the one-star reviews you got, like the people that comment under your Twitter post that don't have a profile picture, have like just an egg. You're not going to remember those people. So um, don't worry about that criticism. Just kind of keep being you and putting your stuff out there and just know that you are going to get some criticism. You just got to know which ones to um, take constructive criticism from and which ones to just kind of brush off. Um, and I think that that's something that I got better at because I get triggered when I post stuff on social media and people say things to me. I'm like, you don't know what you talk about. Like, this is what I said. And I'm not clarifying. Like, 
you know how I always say I could tweet the sky is blue and somebody's like, oh, what about at night it's not blue? I hate stuff like that. But I'm learning to accept that. And um, I think that uh, this last year, like I kind of gained people who actually like the message I'm putting out and people who don't like the message I'm putting out. Like I have a couple of people in my head that I know if I tweet something, I can expect them to respond with something totally totally disagree with me which is fine um next thing he said was when you're asking for advice always provide context because at least in my I guess industry and fitness people always ask like oh what's the best exercise for this or what's the best exercise for that without providing any context and then you give them like a logical answer like for example somebody's like the best exercise is to run. And they're like, oh, but I don't like running. Like, okay, then don't do it if you don't like it. So when you're asking for advice, always provide context and also always provide um, insight into what you like because that's gonna like help somebody tailor the answer for you as opposed to them just giving you a broad answer and then you can't do anything with that information. So always provide more context when you're, at, when you're asking for advice and, um, bouncing off that point when it comes to like asking questions be able to kind of weave through like the stuff that doesn't apply to your situation like there's stuff on social media that you see out there like, that's giving you certain um, advice around certain topics and if you're not able to like decipher that information and apply it to your life you're not ever gonna uh, make progress so um, always be able to kind of like see through that and be able to tie it back to something you're able to do consistently because that's the only way you're going to be able to make some sort of progress. And then another thing from that episode that I liked was um, he said to constantly seek ways to improve your social skills. And he kind of set a bar. He was like, people skills are power skills. And I think that is so true because you have to learn how to talk to people and how to deal with people in whatever setting you're in, whatever business you're in, whether you're a business owner, whether you're um, just an employee, like it's always going to require you to be good with people, especially if you want to be successful. And he said, everything is sales. Because if you think about it in our profession as physical therapists, you have to sell to your patient, whether you're an insurance base or somebody that just takes cash, you have to sell to your patient to continue coming to physical therapy. If you don't sell them and have them buy in, they're not going to come. You don't have a patient, you don't make money. Um, so that sells. And then even from a point of like other professions, if you're a teacher, you're still selling. Like, yes, kids are mandated to go to school, but in order for kids to be engaged and for them to get something out of the education system, you have to sell to them that what you're teaching is important and is beneficial to them. So whatever you're doing, you're always selling whether or not you know it. So I thought that was cool because I used to run away from like selling. And now I'm just like all for it because like I know I need to develop the skill to be successful at my nine to five and also as a business owner. I, I think got, everybody should listen to that episode. I got, I got questions for you on each of What's those up? points. Um. You talked about how you could be triggered in the past. <laughs> um, triggered. That, 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 that was a good one. That, that was a good one. But I get triggered. 
I know you get triggered. That's why it was funny that you said it, because I, I was thinking back to earlier in the year, some of the stuff that you get mad about. <laughs> um, one of two things that you did to help you be able to accept more criticism or ignore the out-of-context tweets or responses that you were getting, how did you develop that? What things did you actively do to, to get better at that? <laughs> I don't think I actively did anything besides the fact of, like, just accepting it. Like, I can't, like, I literally cannot do anything about that. Um, I just realized that, like, the climate we live in now, like, everybody wants you to give so much context to everything. And I honestly don't think it's possible. So I just, I just accept it. And I try not to go back and forth with people for too long. I still do, but I kind of just, I'm just like, whatever. I don't let it get, get me as upset. Um, but I don't think I actively did anything to accept it. I think I'm just like, it is what it is. So I got a hypothetical for you then. Let's say you tweet your, um, uh, what was your tweet that went viral? What was the tweet that went viral? Oh, I was like, if you, if you go to a physical therapist who doesn't lift, it's like going to, it's like taking driving lessons from someone who has never drove before. Yeah, yeah. That's so if you was, if you was to post that again, and that gets blasted the way it gets blasted again, how are you responding to it? Because I remember how you approached it last time. I'm gonna respond to it the same way. I'm a, I'm a, um, I'm gonna do the same thing because that's genuinely what I believe. I think that I'm not saying that you have to be a physical therapist and lift and and lift which I think you should. But what I was saying is that if you are going to a physical therapist for a lifting problem, then you should go to a physical therapist who does that. That's all I was saying. So I would just reiterate my point. <clears throat> and I think I would tweet it the same way because that's the target audience I'm in. I don't think I would do anything differently. I probably wouldn't have responded to that stupid physiogram page though. I was talking about the response, like how you would respond to it if it went viral again. Like, would you take some time to respond to comments again? No, or I would just about? put my explanation under the tweet and that's it. And then if it happens again, I'll tell them to listen to my podcast and plug on my stuff. I think that's <laughs> what I would do. <laughs> but yeah, that's how they got me tight. At first it was okay, but the people were taking it out of context. They were like, oh, if you have only one hand, you can't help people with two. I'm like, that's not what we're talking about. You know that. Like yeah, people uh, it was getting it was getting me tight. <laughs> that's why I, I asked. Like, definitely took that out of context, but whatever. And then speaking of context, you and your second point of like doing what you like, you you mentioned being able to provide more context. Were you talking about in a when you're providing information online or when you're like in person or, or both situations? Um, just from the sense, like, I think people go to um, like Facebook groups and Instagram, social media and ask general questions, which get general answers because you're not giving any context into, into what you like or like what exactly you're talking about. I think that providing more context to your question allows people to give you a, uh, a more sound answer as opposed to an answer that doesn't really help you out. Okay, gotcha. Okay. And then last one for uh, seeking ways to improve your social skills. For the people who do not like to converse or like to socialize or feel like they're awkward or maybe just 
don't like to interact with people too much, but you know it's important, you know it's something that you got to do. What would you say to help someone improve their social skills? What kind of tips would you get to improve their social skills? I would say if you feel like you're awkward and you don't have good social skills in person, I would say start online. Yes, that's a way to, that's not a real, like, real life situation, but it still makes you more comfortable with, like, reaching out to people who you don't know um, and just developing a conversation there. Um, and then while you're doing that, I would, like, as you're interacting with people, use, like, the dictation on your phone so that you sound more like yourself. So like you're still getting in like the reps of like finding your voice. Um, and you don't sound like a robot. And then in person, I would say take advantage of the opportunities where you have to talk to people. Like if you're at the grocery store and you are cashing out, you're going to talk to the cashier. Like you can ask them like, oh, how's your day? Or like, like just ask them a random question. And that's not putting you in an awkward situation where you're like coming out of nowhere and like walking up to somebody and saying something totally random. You know, you're already like having to interact with that person. And I think that'll make you feel more comfortable with with interacting with people. I like that. I like that. It's small, small deposits over time starting, whether it's using your your voice not uh, dictation to to talk create conversations online or simple little things of people you're gonna have to talk to, whether at your at the grocery store. Um, you know, just little things to to build, like build like legit. Find out just how how people are doing and work on your communication skills. And I think also, um, just like by learning how to listen, you can kind of ask follow up questions based on what people are saying, and then just people just go off on mm-hmm. tangents and their own thing, and you just asking one to two things based on what they said, and you just can keep it coming. You don't got to say too much. You just gotta kind of listen to what they're saying to ask the right questions. So I was curious about what your thoughts were on on that. But I liked that episode. I think you said you sent me that episode. I think I was listening to that while I was shoveling. So I it's definitely one I gotta go back to it and listen to it again and take some notes on. Yeah, I like I told you before, I wanna find a way to well I already have a way. I just want to utilize it more. But a way to keep track of like all the podcasts I listen to throughout the year or articles I read because um, like times like this when it comes to like wanting to do an episode to put people on the episodes and or podcasts that they can get value out of. I think there's like so many I've listened to, but I can't like remember exactly what was said in what episode. So like finding a way to create a database of these podcasts with the main takeaways is something I want to work on for 2023. I think that's a good, good, good idea. I think it's something that we both could, we both could uh, take some time to to do. And I think it'll help us moving forward a lot. Just to take the time to not try and rush through everything and listen to as many podcasts as you can, but trying to take the time to sit and reflect and look at what you took away from it, how you can apply it, and then have it as something that you can go back to if you're have questions about a certain thing and you remember listening to something on this episode of the art of coaching or school of greatness or whatever it may be and then going back and trying to find that specific point exactly speaking of episodes what was your episode that you wanted to talk about yeah you like that huh a little plug into into mine huh yeah <laughs> uh, 
I picked the the School of Greatness episode 1340, 28 Ways to Reprogram Your Mind and Become Rich with Alex Hermosi. Um, Alex Hermosi, I think Carl mentioned Alex Hermosi. I don't know if it was on Twitter or something, but he just he was like, Alex Hermosi is a genius, and he is like one of the co-founders of Acquisition.com, where they help business owners make like hundred million dollar businesses and then they sell them and so like he just he, he teaches people how to make more money and then he like buys them from them so he can make even more money so dude's dude's pretty good and he's been all over the place him and him and Layla and he's been on my feet a lot more so came across this episode and they were talking about how it's easier to solve problems inversely so they're talking about how humans are naturally better at finding threats versus like being grateful like it's easier to find a problem versus being grateful for the situations that you're in so you're reverse engineering your um your thought process here so with this they were like if you were a business owner think about how you would destroy your business so that's the problem and how you do it in the fewest amounts of steps possible so then once you figure out how you're going to destroy your business you make you make sure that you don't do those things in your business and those become your staples for, for your um, business. So the example that they use was like email marketing. And like, if you were an email marketer, email marketer, how would you destroy it really fast? And he was like, I wouldn't send emails. I would treat my team like crap, <laughs> you know, like basic stuff. And then, <laughs> and then um, have everyone like on different pages. And so then he was like, so my staples would be, I would send emails all the time. I make sure my team's on the same page and I make sure I treat my team good because they're the ones that's going to help me be able to, to scale it. So he's used taking the opposite of the problem and turning it into flagships in his business to make sure that he follows those core values or the business owner follows the core values. So then they dive into 28 habits or traits that are going to keep you poor. And then for each one, you just do the opposite to, to help build your profits. So a couple of them were like, start tomorrow you know how we always like start today you don't have to wait till 2023 or whatever so like start tomorrow the tomorrow is gonna be here so if you just wait the next day then you'll keep you know it, it, that's gonna keep you poor so you start today you start putting in your deposits now to build up over time uh read books and do nothing so you could read all the books and then not apply anything at all so, <laughs> so it's kind of like what we were just talking about with this podcasting like you could listen to all the podcasts but you, if you don't do anything with it then you're not going to do anything and it's it's simple stuff like it was 28 of these things simple things like this just doing the opposite of what a poor person would do or poor habits or poor things that people would do and just doing the opposite to work your way to building um financial wealth. So that was my episode. Yeah, I listened to that episode too because I think you sent it to me. And I thought it was funny the way he was going through each one. Um but it's it's really it's it's a real thing like to work from things inversely because I think it gives you a better blueprint onto how to achieve something like people always talk about reverse engineering their goals um and it really works have you done anything where like recently where you had to reverse engineer something um i think about it more from mostly in, in work yeah. and like talk about someone who comes in like hey i'm not able to do this i want to get back to to running so i'm like all right what do you need to run and you need 
strength and then you need to have single leg strength and then you need to be able to jump and then you need to be able to hop and so I, I kind of work back to it that way then you got to you know, like grade your volumes and make sure that you're building up to the volume that and you can handle it and then so with work reverse engineer that way and then with myself um kind of just I, I, I'll, I'll do this um with um thinking about for moving um and getting my way out of Alaska it's I. how do I what do I need to to make sure that I'm ready for when that time comes it's okay I have a, I want a certain amount saved for when I have to put a down payment on an apartment or a house and then um <clears throat> gotta know the location I want to be at I gotta know what I want to do for job and think of all the things that of where I want to be and then how how am I going to get there so that that's kind of been and then every decision that I make moving forward is trying to get me closer to that to that end goal so um that that's a couple of instances of where I use reverse engineering something I didn't used to do before but something I think is really helpful if you take the time to to do it I think I think it is very helpful and it brings you clarity because if you know the exact steps you need to do to to get somewhere, it just makes it easier to just like check off those boxes as opposed to being like, oh, I want to make fifty thousand dollars in a year for my business. Like, how are you getting there? Like, I think it decreases the amount of overwhelm you have and gives you more peace of mind to know that if I do these exact steps, if I hit these um, targets, I'll get there, and it and it kind of makes it feel. Uh, more achievable. Mm -hmm. Agreed. Agreed. I got a question for you, though. <laughs> what? <laughs> you ready? I'm scared. No. Uh, all right. You're a business owner. You got your own business. How would you destroy your business in the fewest amount of steps possible? Um, don't respond to my clients. Um, don't post any workouts. Don't show up on social media, completely go ghost. Um, and probably say something outrageous to get canceled. <laughs> nah, I'm not big enough yet for that. But those are my three ways. I think not showing up, not answering questions or messages, like not tending to my clients. I think those two will have me destroy my business. Okay. Okay. I think uh, I've built the uh, roster of clients by showing up day in and day out, like on social media. Um, so I think if I stop doing that, I probably won't. If I stop doing that, I probably won't lose my clients, but I probably won't gain anymore either. I won't grow my business. Yeah, absolutely. I, I think that's probably the thing of just showing up on social, being consistent with showing up is what gets eyes on you and people know what you bring to the table and then they see the charlies the charlie memes <laughs> <laughs> they see your throwing they see your top golf swing like then they're like oh he's not great at cop golf that's okay yeah, she's athletic as fuck let me sign up where <laughs> she needs to work on her golf swing but <laughs> <laughs> i got a question for you so how would you destroy this podcast <laughs> i record episodes <laughs> 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 not record episodes not prepare for not prepare for them say whatever i mean i kind of do say whatever uh, maybe not maybe not say whatever, but not prepare not record 
that that, that was I agree. Give give an example of a way that a way to reprogram your mind and become rich based off of the format that Alex Ramosi did in the episode. But one that wasn't said. So he gave 28 ways, give the 29th. Oh, oh, that's a good question. That, that's a really good question. I would say. I don't have an answer. Like, you don't have an answer? No, I don't. If you would ask me this, I would be stumped. Okay. All right. I don't see. I should have, like, wrote down what his what his points were, what all of them were. But let's see. I would say if I just had to, I would say listen to the people that are telling you not to do, not to chase your dreams. Because then if they're feeding you this image that you can't accomplish what you want to accomplish, then you're going to believe it. And everyone has a gift. And if your gift is being squashed by some outside people, then, or maybe it's even close people, um, then you're not able to share your gift with the world. So that's that's what I would I would say. I like that. That was a hard question. I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't even remember what he said in all of his 28 ways. I just thought it was cool to think to think about something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely, definitely put me on a definitely put me on a spot. <laughs> That's all I got. Huh. I don't have any more questions on that one. <laughs> yeah, next time you'll have to next time you'll have to answer. You got the number 30. Number 30. I don't have one right now. Yeah, I said next time. Next time. Next time. Oh, I thought you, I thought you wanted me to do that now. No. Um, I got you. I'll think of one by today. Okay. We'll add it in the show notes. <laughs> and if anyone else has an opposite, uh, I don't know, number 30, number 31 way to reprogram your mind to become rich, let us know. Leave it a re- leave a review, leave a comment, leave a share it on Instagram and we'll and let, let's see what, if we can add to this list if you listen when you listen to this episode. But right, we'll guys. catch y'all on the next episode of the Kimang Audio Experience. Peace. Peace. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Kimang Audio Experience. Make sure to subscribe, give us a five star rating and review, and we'll catch you in the next episode.